1: As a Cowboy fan, I always want things to go smoothly so they can go win at the highest level. Uh, That obviously has not been the case since, oh, I don't know, the mid to early 90s. But on that level, I want Zeke here and ready to rock and roll. But as people that have to come on the air and talk about sports four hours a day, I'd like to thank Zeke for causing all this drama and creating all this chaos. And there seems to be new wrinkles to it every couple of days, guys. And the current wrinkle is the involvement of Marshall Falk. Now, he's been very vocal on several media platforms commenting on Zeke's situation in relation to his teammates. And please understand this. That is a cardinal professional sports sin. You do not start commenting on how much money your teammates should be making. That's, they do not do that. I, I can't think of any sport that that's okay in. It doesn't happen. And they don't even do it with team, guys on other teams. That's part of that fraternity. Don't get into my money. And Marshall Falk is throwing Zeke in the middle of this, and Zeke's not even speaking for himself, but he is guilty by association And the way that Ben worded it earlier is it's all happening on Zeke's tab. Let's get into some of these comments first and then really break down the situation. Let's start by going back in time to last week. Last Thursday, he was on with uh, Rich Eisen, It's clip number one, Shippy. And here he is uh, opining on Dak as a quarterback.
0: Knowing the quarterback situation in terms of being paid, as you pointed out, is he, is he one of the bum quarterbacks that you're talking about? He will be. Once they give him that kind of money, based on, based on his work,
1: he'll be a bum. All right. So we can talk about context and all those kinds of things. But he went there. Yeah, and, they- and, and, it's, and keep in mind, this is a guy who is currently going through contact, contract negotiations. Marshall Falk is inserting himself into the Dak Prescott contract negotiations by making those comments. Right. And let's be clear here, he is not a current on air media personality anywhere, correct? I don't believe so. Not I don't think think an so. He was now, suspended
0: by the NFL mm-hmm. network.
1: I was told that he sat for the agents exam and that he is partners with Rocky Arsenault, which to me muddies the water and complicates things even further. And I talked to one league source who was talking about what a terrible look this is for Arsenal, that Marshall Falk is ruining all this, like making Zeke look bad, making Arsenal look bad, but it could be that he's feeling the pressure that he's about to get fired from Zeke. And so he called in Marshall to help him and come down and calm him down. Hey, here's a running back legend who believes in me. And, right. uh, and now he's out, but he's with, by him trashing Jalen Smith and trashing Dak. I mean, he is essentially the only mouthpiece out there, the only person talking for Zeke. Arsenal isn't talking. Zeke isn't talking. So it's easy to make that leap and say, hey, man, is this guy representing your thoughts, Zeke? I mean, whether he is or isn't, the perception is there that he is. And here's the other problem with this, Ben. So we talk about what is and isn't a distraction, okay? Hey, guys, Zeke is not in camp. Well, that's one level of distraction then going to Jalen Smith's locker and going, hey, Jalen, what did you think about what Marshall Falk said about you not earning your money Uh, and he's tying himself to Zeke? That's a different level of distraction. There's levels of distractions. That is a way different one. You don't want to stand at your – it's one thing to stand at your locker and go, hey, when do you need Zeke here? "Ah, No comment, that's Zeke. Hey, what do you think about Zeke's camp saying this about you and your contract? That's a different right. level of distraction. Zeke, That's antagonizing. The way that Zeke can get out of this bad look is by firing Arsenault. Mm-hmm. He needs to get a new agent. Because if he fires Arsenault, then he tells his the locker room, hey man, I wasn't cool with all this. Right. This was not good. He was, they were uh, he was not authorized to speak for me. He was giving his opinion. You know what? This has become a disaster. I'm out. But didn't he didn't he already go and work out with Zeke? Yeah. And, now, and, 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 and he did that after saying what after. we just played right. you. Which, to me, like, when we first, when this story first came out and he was, he, you know, and Marshall Falk was talking about, uh, you know, he, whatever comedy made about Dak being a bum that we just listened to, like, I thought, okay, well, I didn't know he was in bed with the agency. And I didn't know he, he was a part of the agency. And when he said he was going to Cabo to work out with Zeke, that was simultaneously when we were hearing Zeke's flying back. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this guy is so unplugged. He's talking about going to Cabo when Zeke's coming back from Cabo. And, so I didn't really give it a lot of merit. I thought, man, maybe but then when Zeke did stay in Cabo and then Falk did go there and work out with him, it gave all that way more credence. And one of the things that we talked about on that Friday was that Marshall Falk was representing Arsenal's side because if Zeke really was flying back and Arsenal still wanted to squeeze more, they have to put that they have to put that other thing. No, 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 Zeke's not coming back. No, Zeke's here working out. In fact, I'm Marshall Falk, and I'm going to go work out with him. They're, they're not they're – not, there's not any progress. And so there's two sides putting out information here, okay? So one of the things that happened then is after that weekend, Jalen Smith got his deal done. And when Jalen Smith got his deal done, we played you the audio from the press conference here on the fan, and we talked about the fact that some of Jerry Jones's comments, it was clear – that it was talking about Zeke's situation without mentioning Zeke's name. Hey, the guys that want to be Cowboys and see the benefit of Cowboys, boy, they get their deals done even when they're not up. All right, That's what you, That clearly is a, is a discussion about Zeke sure. because there's one player who's not in camp. It's Zeke. Everybody else who's unhappy with their contracts, they're still there. They're still playing. They're still a part of the team. So now Marshall Falk decides to bring Jalen Smith into the conversation on the Dan Patrick mm. show.
0: But if you think about what what Jalen's trip did and what he got compared to what Zeke has done and what he is asking for, it's not even close. It's not even close. Well, why? Why they, they they drafted a, they drafted a first round they drafted a linebacker in the first round last year. If they thought so much of Jalen, I mean, you draft another linebacker in the first round,
1: dude. Why? Why would he go there? And, and so it, the one thing that if I'm trying to make sense of that, he's trying to make the Le'Veon Bell argument. All right? Because sensibly you can go, they're not the same position. They don't do the same things. And if the reports are accurate, the Cowboys are offering Zeke a deal total value not guaranteed but average year which is how all of these deals are reported so that agents can pound their chest and go look at the per year deal i got they talk about it differently than the way it really matters we always talk about this it's guaranteed money but they always report on average year and that's how these things are always discussed publicly so why would you go there jalen smith took a deal that would be less than what zeke is making and so what Marshall Falk is saying is Zeke needs to be paid outside of the running back market because he's so important to this team. But why would you drag Jalen's name into this? It's a bad look for Zeke. Again, now you've got somebody speaking for your camp, right or wrong. He's his own man, but he works for the agency. He's working out with you in Cabo, and now he's trashing the Jalen Smith contract. And this is where it really gets muddy because if you want to be fair and look at it from all sides – The Jalen Smith contract happened because there was an opportunity there, because Dak was asking for so much money. Zeke's asking for so much money. Amari's asking for so much money. This was a part of the negotiations for the Joneses to say, oh, look at this. Somebody wants to give us a team-friendly deal because they want to be a cowboy. In your face, gentlemen. Maybe you should hurry up and get here before the bank closes. On top of that, I'm fascinated by the Des Bryant stuff. Jason Cole uh, had this out there about an interesting story about Des Bryant. and Des Bryant put it out on Instagram said this is the realest story anyone's ever written about him. And it the cowboys had been uh, it, it, Cole says the Cowboys have been bypassing agents and breaking rules by doing it for years. The late great Eugene Parker told a funny story about Jerry talking directly to Des Bryant at one point. Des has a great reaction to Jerry from what I was told. Um, so the story is the late Eugene Parker, Uh, says that Jerry Jones called Dez to the stadium and asked Dez to meet him at, at the stadium. And they were in Jerry's suite looking over the field, and Jerry was talking about the contract with Dez. And at that point, Dez said something to the effect that he didn't want to talk about the contract directly with Mr. Jones. Jerry pushed a little bit, and Dez said, Mr. Jones, what would happen if you tried to cover me on that field, pointing down to the field? Jerry says, well, Dez, you'd kill me. Des Dez says, well, Mr. Jones, then why would I want to negotiate a contract against you? Awesome. Pretty classic. Awesome. Oh, Parker laughed pretty hard. I've had three other agents say the same type of story. And I think this is why the Joneses were so disappointed that Zeke shocked them by not showing up for camp. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is this sets up for a kind of a nasty negotiation. And the, more, the longer it goes, the nastier it gets. And so it's very, very ugly right now, and Falk is not helping things, but this is exactly why Zeke is in Cabo as far away from the Joneses as he can possibly be.
0: This is a pretty good text from the Autoflex Leasing Fantech. Someone says, seems to me like this is a great way for Zeke to say taboo things with a convenient layer of plausible deniability. Between him and the sentiment, that's the way the players look at I, it. And there's I, a
1: lot of listeners that are going, "You guys are crazy." I'm telling you, this is the way players look at this stuff.
0: Absolutely, they, they are say,
1: they are treating Marshall Falk like he is speaking for Zeke. And if Zeke texts them, if they respond to his text, it's going to be some of the effect of "You need to get your boy under control." They don't go for this, dude. We're, we're and I've had people, you know, tweet me and say, "Well, what about in your life?" If you're, dude, is it, it this is. This is professional athlete world. This ain't like our world. It's nothing like our world. And that is a cardinal sin. Think about the insanity of this. Players in football are more concerned with a knee injury than a head injury. If you really want to take a step back and try to wrap your brain around that world, if a player goes at their knee, they look at that as one of the worst things you can do. Over going to the head. Because a knee injury drops your contract value. Yeah. That is the – in football, that is the number one thing. How much can you get on your contract? And Dak Prescott is currently in a negotiation. And another guy on his team that is also in a negotiation has a representative for him taking shots at his value. If you don't think that that's a problem, I'm sorry. You're just not really looking hard enough.
0: Another text on the Autoflex leasing fan text, and I think we should just throw this out there to play the other side just for a second. And this guy says, I hope Zeke is reaching out to Dak and Jalen privately and saying these words are not mine. Yep. Because Zeke doesn't have to go tweet out no. Marshall Funk. But he could do that to, to Dak and Jalen. Yeah, they could. And, and there of the other teammates and say, look, dudes, I, they ain't me. They're respon- right. a and and He needs re- to do that. And, and that's, it could happen. It could have already happened.
1: That, but it, this whole thing is on his tab. Yes. And regardless, is he going to call every single player in the locker room? I mean, it's this is a bad look. And I truly feel – that the only way for Zeke to get out of this right now is to fire his agent. Is to uh, Falk has muddied the waters and he's not just some media personality just giving opinions. He works for the agency. That's yeah. what I've been told. I've been told he sat down for the agent's exam like I said that's, and that,
0: that's kind of he's morphing into that type of a role. That's the guy who like presented Marshall when Marshall Falk went to the Hall of Fame. His presenter was Rocky Arsenault. Okay. Like best friends.
1: So here's the other thing that uh, you should consider on all this too. Because I, I think this is a factor. And I think this has been – you mentioned that maybe Rocky Arsenault is amping up the tactics because out of fear. Yeah. So and, – and several people have said this. One of Zeke's number one fears, it's, if we want to make jokes, it's FOMO, the fear of missing out. I can promise you that Zeke is not happy being sequestered from the rest of his teammates. These are when good things are happening. These are when guys are bonding. And we've talked about their schedule. Zeke does not want to be somewhere else while their team is moving on without him in a positive direction. Right. And that's where the agent really feels the pressure, is if his client is starting to buckle with, ah, we're going to draw a line in the sand. Watch this. The Cowboys are going to cave. That's all fine and good when you're in Oxnard. When your team is here and they start winning games, the dudes that want to be a part of things are really going to start freaking out. And again, they start with the Giants. That's a win. They play the Redskins. That's a win. They play the Dolphins. That's the win. They're the worst team in the league. They should start out 3-0, and even without Zeke. And, you know, the thing that I, I find myself thinking about, like, and look, we're in the opinion business. It doesn't suit us to ride the fence. You try to get as much data as you can. I don't feel like tony pollard is an every down guy he's just never been that and when he sat across from us and we asked him about it i didn't get the sense he had the confidence to be that but what if he is what what if he is what if what what if i don't think he is and i think they're really gonna miss zeke i really do but what if they come out and he runs for 100 yards a game in the first three games i mean uh, this is not gonna get better for zeke and so it's getting ugly now it's getting nasty. It's spilling out into the media. Marshall Falk is doing him zero favors. I think the best thing that can happen for Zeke is to fire them, save face, get a deal done, come to camp and say, man, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of this. Let's go because it's gotten so ugly that it's, I think it's damaging Zeke.
0: This episode is brought to
1: you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what?